Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Milestone to Manhood podcast. I'm Stephen Arms here with my dad, the wise sage, the one and only Dave Arms. We're here helping fathers organize a Christian rite of passage for their preteen and teenage boys. If you like this podcast, if you're getting benefit from it, please take one minute to leave a review and a comment. This will help us spread this podcast and therefore this tradition of holding a rite of passage for our 13-year-old son with as many families as possible. My dad and I really think that this rite of passage could help to heal our broken culture, which is suffering from a lack of healthy, authentic masculinity. If you agree, please help us by leaving a review and comment. Today's topic is where should a rite of passage occur? Let's talk about location first. How should a dad pick the location for his son's rite of passage? Sure. You know, I'm really glad, Steve, that you included this as being its own separate podcast on just location, because actually location is super important when it comes to pulling off an effective rite of passage. So having the place, just the right place um, is really important. And I'd say the first aspect of that, if at all possible, is you want it to be somewhere that your son has not been before. You don't want him to have any preconceived ideas or notions or memories tied to this place already. And, you know, if you kind of think of it, venturing into manhood is kind of going into new territory. So we want to do this in a new location just to symbolize this new venture, this new territory that he's going into. So I would recommend that, you know, you get out of your hometown and away from his regular routines. So he has a chance to really kind of reflect on his life without the everyday distractions that he's used to. You want to think of the milestone to manhood weekend, almost like a church retreat. You know, your grandfather Bobo actually got a lot of the rituals that were used in the weekend from church retreats that he had been on. It's also important that you want to have a fun activity nearby, something to kind of uh, kick the weekend off on the right foot, something he's really going to enjoy and kind of lower his guard and dissipate any, any preconceived tension that he might have just by virtue of the fact that, well, you know, what just happened? We went away and all these guys that are in my life are all of a sudden on this weekend that I didn't know about. So going to a place where there's going to be a fun activity is a good icebreaker. What kind of venue should a father be looking for? Are we talking about a house, a church, uh, a hotel room? You said ideally you don't do it in the boy's house, but where? what kind of venue should a dad be looking for? Well, I mean, logistically speaking, you know, you have to take a few things into consideration. You know, one would be you've got a, a number of people that are going to attend. They may be coming from different areas. So you want to consider you know, how hard is it for each guy to get to the location you're trying to go? So travel time for each person that's attending. You know, as you know, when we did your rites of passage, uh, one of your uncles came from, you know, three, 400 miles away. So we usually tried to make it somewhere where we kind of moved towards him and he moved up towards us. But, um, you know, you got to think of how many people are going to be there. So how many bedrooms, how many beds are you going to need? Um, one thing that's important is whatever venue you pick is that there's a large common area enough to seat the whole group for some of the rituals that you're going to be, that you're going to be pulling off. Um, another thing to consider is, 
know, fire, as you know, is going to play an important role in the weekend. So you want a place where, you know, there's a fire or a wood burning stove or something that can kind of limit, you know, your choices. Um, so I think like a, ideally a cabin would be good, you know, maybe a, a rustic house or in the woods or something in a cabin. But, you know, it's not like if you can't find a cabin that you can't do it. It's not a deal breaker, but it's, it's probably the best to, to have something like that. Um, you know, it's always good to get out in the nature. You know, you do want everybody to be in a place where they can just slow down. There's no internet connections. You're going to be aware of God's presence. You know, cell phones are not going to be part of the weekend. So getting in touch with nature is good an aspect that you want to incorporate into the weekend. Can you suggest uh, maybe a budget-friendly option for dads who don't want to break the bank? You know, I'm thinking of dads who have multiple children. Uh, they're on a tight budget. You've been there before raising us, raising four hungry boys. What about someone who can't necessarily afford like an, a full-on Airbnb for a weekend? What would you suggest for them? Yeah, a couple of things. I mean, um, perhaps they might have a friend that has a vacation house or something that they can use. You know, this is an event that you plan ahead, several months ahead. And if it's going to be costly, you, know, you can actually budget for it. You can actually save for it as it's coming up. So it's not like, well, I'm going to do this next weekend. I got to come up with all this money. So that's one thing you want to, in the plan, you might want to budget for it also. Um, but yeah, if, if you do have a friend that maybe has a vacation home or something, if you, you know, explain to him what you're doing and say, you know, I'm not really going on a vacation, I'm trying to create this special weekend for, for our son. That's really an intriguing idea for guys. Um, every time I talk to a guy up here about these weekends, you know, generally they consistently say, number one, wow, that's really cool. And number two, I wish somebody had done that when I turned 13. So they're usually on board to be really enthusiastic about helping you do this. I think they'd be really supportive if you explain it to them. Wouldn't it be, sorry to interrupt, wouldn't it be really cool for Milestone to Manhood to have our own cabins, you know, scattered throughout the states? Maybe, I mean, I'm just thinking big here. If we had one in every state in the country and then, you know, we could kind of set it up where the rituals are all set up for dads and it's almost like an Airbnb um, for a rite of passage weekend. That would be, I'm thinking big here, but a, a guy's allowed to dream, right? Well, that would be amazing, you know, and we could, it, it would be wonderful if we could do that. And, um, you know, possibly for some of the guys that, that uh, you know, money's not a limiting factor. Um, you know, maybe they could, we could have some kind of a scholarship type thing where, you know, it could help, help dads that, uh, you know, the finances are an issue for them. It'd be kind of a way to, pass it down uh, to the next generation, you know, to give back. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great idea. Okay. So um, what if a, a father, for whatever reason, he, he has to do it in the boy's hometown. He can't travel logistically. It makes the most sense to have it in the boy's hometown. You suggested getting away from the boy's hometown, going to a new place that he's never been to before. What do you say to a dad who wants to do this in his son's hometown? Well, I would say do it. Don't um, don't let that stop you for certain. I mean, that, that maybe is a best case scenario. But, you know, of course, you could do this in a hometown if you had to. You know, getting away is not necessarily a deal breaker. Um, just doing this weekend, actually holding your rite of passage, 
is way more important than finding the perfect location. But I would say that if you are going to do it in your hometown, you know, do everything you can do not to do it in your house where, where, where your son is, you know, used to everything and would be easy to get distracted and, um, you know, do it at one of the other guys' house houses. Uh, even though, you know, your son may have been there all before, it's still kind of a new place compared to where he's living. Yeah, you don't want to do it in mom's basement with his video game controllers right there and, you know, him thinking about beating the next level in Pokemon rather than what the, the men are actually talking to him about. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get away from, right? And how about camping? Um, I think a lot of dads, immediately when they hear about this rite of passage weekend, they think, oh, camping uh, might be a fun thing to do. You know, it's kind of manly. You got to fight with nature. Um, deal with the elements. It seems kind of natural for a guy's weekend like this. Uh, what are your suggestions about camping? Again, you want to look at what the purpose of the weekend is. Um, and because the purpose of the weekend is to have specific rituals and to impart the title of man on your son, I really do not recommend camping as the venue. There's just too many responsibilities and unknowns that can happen when you go camping. Not to mention it's just chores that are got to be done, you know, setting up tents. Um, you know, have no control over the weather, so you may have to deal with adverse weather conditions. You have no control over, you know, a pack of raccoons coming into your campground. Um, and all these responsibilities are distractions that um, are going to inhibit those deep conversations that you want to foster for the weekend. So, you know, if you have a house or, you know, something that's kind of rustic, like a cabin or something, it really tends to eliminate those variables. So your responsibilities basically would just be cooking, cleaning up after meals, and tidying up before you leave. So it's relatively easy to pull those off without encroaching into the important parts of the weekend. Now, you know, having said that, it's not that we're against camping. We love camping. But it's just we don't think it's the right venue for the rite of passage. And, um, you know, we've had dads uh, who've done an ROP weekend that went camping and actually regretted it for some of the reasons that I explained. It just can be a distraction to the true purpose of the weekend. So that's why we recommend not camping. Absolutely. Makes sense. So to summarize for our listeners out there, uh, when thinking about choosing a location for your son's rite of passage, the main points are ideally it's a place that your son has never been to before. Ideally it's somewhere out in nature where he can encounter God. Um, and we don't recommend camping because it can be too much work, too many variables. It can take away from, uh, from the rituals, from the discussions that you're going to be having with your son. But again, none of this is a deal breaker. Um, the location is far less important than actually holding a rite of passage for your son. Don't let finding the perfect location stop you. Please visit our website, milestonetomanhood.com for more resources. And be sure to share this podcast with other dads who you think might organize a rite of passage for their son. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.